0: Welcome to the Circle of Insight Foreign Affairs, where you will receive a daily briefing on national security news from around the world. Let's get started. Here's your host, Dr. Carlos. Everybody, today we're going to be looking at the, a little bit of the numbers of the coronavirus around the world and some interesting news from around the world as well. Before we get started, if you want to support our podcast, make sure to hit that share button. Also, you can make sure you don't miss any future episodes by subscribing and check out our other podcast at Circle of Insight Productions. One of the interesting things we just heard a few hours back, is uh, Donald Trump instructed the United States Navy to shoot down and destroy any and all Iranian gunboats if they harass U.S. ships. He warned Iran that he has instructed them to fire if they continue to harass the ships over on the Gulf Coast there. Uh, U.S. The, the warning follows recent encounters between uh, U.S. ships and Iranian vessels in the Persian Gulf. U.S. Navy officials said that Iran's Revolutionary Guard made a series of dangerous and harassing moves near six American warships earlier in the month, and the first such encounter since 2018. At one point, the Iranian vessel came within 10 yards of a U.S. Coast Guard cutter. U.S. officials said American rivals were attempting to capitalize on on the administration's diverted attention during the coronavirus outbreak and the strains that the outbreak has taken on the U.S. military. Mind you, other countries are also strained, too. So is Iran, so it's kind of peculiar because you had Israel actually reduced the threat level for the Revolutionary Guard. The Mossad has certain threat levels for enemies to the state, and they actually reduced the threat level for the Revolutionary Guard. The reason being they were getting decimated by the coronavirus. So that's why I'm a little surprised that they did any kind of posturing. Maybe it was just to try to show that they still are strong, even though they're not. Um, So we don't know. Iceland has emerged as a global leader in researching and fighting coronavirus, is some of the news that we see in the headlines out there. Iceland is known as the land of fire and ice, but it also turns out to be an intriguing case study during the pandemic. The island nation has only one point of entry, Keflavik Airport, a small population of about 364,000, and a lot less bureaucratic red tape than a lot of countries. And neurologists who founded Decode Genetics in 1996 to mine the unique Uh, genetic data of his fellow countrymen. the company has become a global pioneer in population genetics and its link to disease. In the fight against the coronavirus, Decode Genetics has rolled out one of the world's most extensive testing and tracking programs, helping contain the spread of COVID-19 at home and providing insights into the disease's evolution and other questions the U.S. and others are trying to answer. They have yielded so far useful insights and shown that with aggressive testing, you have great resolutions. In China, the news report, said more than 3% of people who were expected to die during the rapidly growing epidemic. I couldn't understand how we could calculate. This is uh, one, of the, uh, one of the scientists at Decode Genetics. He says, I, couldn't, I could not understand how we could calculate out the death rate without knowing the spread of the virus in the community. What is missing all over the world is enough screening. He called licensed director of health, Alma, and within a few hours persuaded her to allow Decode to open a massive COVID-19 testing operation in its labs. DECODE then teamed up with the national health authorities and screened people with signs of upper respiratory infection. Through widespread testing combined with sequencing hundreds of people and viral samples contact tracing, uh, researchers has begun to develop a detailed picture of how the coronavirus entered the country and then spread from one person to another. The Icelandic people's genomes are perhaps better studied than those of citizens of any other nation in the world. More than two-thirds of the population has participated in some kind of decodes genetic research in some way or another. The country had diagnosed only three cases of the disease of the coronavirus. At that point, the COVID-19 death toll in the U.S. had entered double digits. President Trump wouldn't declare a state of emergency for another week. By April 21st, though, Iceland had tested more than 43,000 residents over 12% of its population. In contrast, New York, which has tested more aggressively than any other state, had tested in excess of a half over a half a million, or just over 3% of its population. Eisen found that while early cases were primarily people returning from ski holidays in Austria and Italy, later samples showed strains of the virus coming from many countries, including the UK, at the time considered low risk. Researchers identified more than 291 mutations that haven't been spotted anywhere else, illustrating how often the virus changes as it spreads. ISEN has also shown that the number of people who carry the virus but exhibit no symptoms may be high. About almost 1% of those who volunteered tested positive, as it did a half a percent of people randomly selected to participate. About a half of those who have COVID-19 might be asymptomatic at any given time. And they may develop symptoms later, unfortunately. Decode also plans to search the DNA of viral hosts. So again, we know the numbers are over one million in the world, slowing still happening down in Italy. Uh, we're also seeing slowing in um, France. Uh, most of the European countries are starting to slow down in new cases as well as deaths. So that's the good news. Thanks for listening, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.